fucking yo. <laughs> yo. Check it. Hello, everyone. Hello. It's the Herald and Modcast. Yeah. From our studios in Overcast, Santa Monica. Yeah, it's nice. Not complaining. No, nah, no, nah, I'll take I like it. this weather. It's sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Well, we have a lot to talk about because it's been a little while. It's been a little bit. Uh, Captain Marvel. Success. Broke a bunch of records. Yeah, man. 153 million. Was it 153 or 160? 153. 153. Uh, um, million domestic opening weekend and um 400 million worldwide worldwide so it became it's the sixth biggest opening um for something and it, it's like it's one of the biggest it's it's the biggest female lead open bigger than wonder woman oh wonder woman was just like right over was when 10 or something like that i think Damn. i know i'm a little sh- why i don't Can know we talk about why because well because with the backlash <laughs> they projected it from it started at like 180 or 160 mm-hmm. and then they pre- the projecting backlash? the backlash with her whatever saying whatever thing about white men and critics and all that shit and so that i mean it, you didn't even know about it it's not that big of a backlash you You're know talking what about I mean? Brie Larson? yeah hmm yeah. i don't know about this Never heard about that? No. Well, it was like big enough of backlash, but obviously not enough. Like, right. clearly it wasn't that big a deal, but people were making a big deal about it because, like, the Rotten Tomatoes, like, want to see meter was down to, like, 26%. Yeah. And so they were blaming it on, like, trolls. And so they disabled that feature on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, which is- honestly, I hate Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, st- I, like, I honestly feel like Disney just buys everything for themselves disney like, owns buys the all world. their ratings yeah, yeah disney owns us i mean we've gone we should do an episode sometime where we go through like this movie got this, this much. when this got this yeah exactly you know well yeah and i think it's sort of now i think critic scores is like 81 or 84 but, but then it's the, like 53 user i saw that yeah exactly yeah but that and that i but that just shows you that disney buys all their you know, look at all the Marvel ratings. They're all high. They're well, all high. Disney buying stuff, and then it's like people that work for these outlets don't want to even criticize a, a movie with a stigma around it. Yeah. Because they're worried they're, A, going to not get to work again. Right. Or, B, they're going to upset the publication they work for. Yeah. And that's not critical. Criticism. That's not journalism. That's yeah. not you know. You have to. If you didn't like something, you should be able to say, "Hey, I didn't enjoy this." Not because it's led by a female, but because this movie was not enjoyable. And the yeah. same thing that happened with Ghostbusters. Same thing. You know. Yeah. And that's a bummer because although we haven't seen Captain Marvel, I haven't seen it, so I am not going to say one way or the other whether I like it or not. Oh, I we don't still know. Haven't seen it. I will say that I did see the female cast Ghostbuster, and I thought it was like the worst movie of the year. I thought it was like a it's garbage a, movie. Well, it's a bad movie by any it standard. Was a bad that's movie. the thing. It's yeah. a bad movie. But that doesn't mean I don't want female leads. I just want a better movie. Yeah, and that's what they should have been <laughs> focusing on. Yeah. You know, I think it initially started with all the uh, dislikes on YouTube when they dropped the trailer. Yeah. And then from that point on, it, they, it, this narrative started of like women versus trolls. And like, we're going to teach these trolls how to hit that like button and not the dislike button. But it's like, d- see, it's, yeah, it's, I get frustrated by this because there are many things to gripe about as women sure and like we need to focus on the things that are the right things to gripe about not yeah not ghostbusters, ghostbusters is a good movie. or captain marvel or although whatever like thing. i do want to see captain marvel just from the perspective of uh 
you know, how it ties into Endgame. I mean, I'm guessing that's why it was such a huge success. Well, they kind of do it. They kind of put you over a barrel in a sense. That's what their genius has been. This whole 10-year process. Well, it's basically become like a weekly periodicals, but for fucking, you know, $100 million movies. Right. And, you know, they've been using that tactic in comic books for 50 years. Yeah. Like, you literally, if you don't buy this week's issue, you're not going to understand what happens in next week's issue. So you better get it. You got to get it. And if you don't, then you're out of the loop. And I'm sure that's a lot of what uh, people went to see it. Just they were going to see it anyway, right? Whether for, forget what like their opinion on something is, and I don't care. Like if yeah. like just you know put out a good movie, make it entertaining. It's a Marvel film, and if it's not a good movie, that's that's because you made a bad movie. Right? It's not because people don't want to see a female lead when they loved Wonder Woman. I you know I liked Wonder Woman and a it lot. made a killing. Yeah. You know? uh, well, and I'm a huge Wonder Woman well, fan. Yeah, I like that movie. I it's am a good too. Movie. It yeah, was objectively was, a good movie. Right. Um, and, and what, and I mean, I will see Captain Marvel, but what I think what's interesting, the kind of the conversation I want to have about this, cause this episode is called end game, everything. I mean, meaning our podcast episode, yep, this talking is the last about, one. Last no, podcast. meaning end game, Marvel and game Thrones. Yep. We're like about to hit it's this summer is going to be very interesting because it's a the turnover. 50th anniversary of Comic-Con. Yep. That's true too. Uh, and Stan Lee's dead. Stanley died. Yep. Apparently, there's a nice tribute to him in the beginning of this film. There's he's done. He's got like four more in the can. Right. He, he did ten of these, you know, or something before he died. And you know, the end of Thrones arguably is the end of the water bubbler talk. Water cooler bubbler. Yeah, yeah man. In and, a sense, in a at sense, least for HBO. I mean, some people will say, "Ooh, what about this is us?" or "What about this?" But no, not in the same way that we've experienced for decades with television shows. This is for now, a yeah. real change because Netflix has taken over. Netflix has taken over. HBO's the current lineup once Throne ends this isn't that interesting. Like I don't know if Watchmen turns out to be really good, maybe, but it's not gonna I don't think have the same sort of draw as Game of Thrones. And Westworld to me is like not that interesting. Well there's too much competition. I mean it used to be that you would just of course you'd get HBO. Like it doesn't matter whatever you else you have to forego. Right. You get HBO. Now it's whatever else you forego, you're going to have Netflix and probably Amazon Prime too. Yeah, and like, HBO. That's been a switch. Well, the you know? funniest thing about it is you got the HBO Go, right? Or now, which one? We got now. But and then the apps. The app sucks. But the funniest part is the the HBO service runs flawlessly through the Amazon app. Yeah. And that should be very telling to HBO that, like, if some other company can run your shit better than you can... Then watch out. Watch out. And, like, you don't have that same stranglehold on, on content. Yeah. Like, they just ca- canceled Crashing. They canceled it. Yeah. After three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. But it's sort of symptomatic to the times. And also, Pete Holmes' show... As maybe funny as it was, I've only ever seen a, like episodes from the first season, a couple, and it was fine. But it doesn't, it didn't have that same sensationalist vibe that you come to expect from HBO. Right. Not that everything has to be sex and drugs and rock and roll, but there is sort of an expectation of pushing the envelope when you have a series on HBO. Absolutely. And I think HBO sort of changed with the times and are giving people more of these slice of life programs mm-hmm. where it's like. Okay, I mean, girls worked because it was just like mumblecore bullshit. Well, and it hit 
a at the certain right time. generation, yeah. the same way but sex, she would in still ge- get sex naked. in the city hit my generation. It was still sexually scandalous. Right. Like sen- sensational. Right. You know, and so that element sort of gave it its HBOism, right. even though it wasn't very well written or acted or yeah. performed or directed or right. produced or anything. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, we're not fans. Not No, no one should be I'll a tell fan you what it. we are fans of, though, True Detective. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, that they made do it a, through the entire third season of it. Although I have to say, the last episode was kind of like, went out with a whimper. Yeah, went out with a whimper. Kind of ended like a fucking Medea movie or a fucking Lifetime <laughs> series by the end. Yeah, uh, sipping sweet tea on the porch. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I know. That's how this ends. Oh no, spoiler! It's not really yeah. a spoiler. It's just sort of the way it ends. I didn't spoil a goddamn thing. But this season in general kind of came back. Awesome. It was another sort of okay. HBO's back with a good series here of the caliber. I mean, still the first season is unbeatable. Well, the first season is is like lightning in a bottle, and I think we've he's proven that like you can't you don't just get uh, True Detective season one. You know what I mean? You don't just get that. You know that that is some shit that he had clearly been writing for a long time, and I think after season two, you sort of saw that like oh. And it's a little high expectation. It's a high watermark. Yeah. To, to a fucking True Detective season one. Like, I don't think you'll ever get that again, no matter how many times they try to go back and recreate that. But don't magic. you think it's all lightning in a bottle now? Because, the, I mean, and, and I know just to get back to this sort of like end of the eras coming since we're coming. going with HBO first, um, you know, with Thrones ending, mm-hmm. I, the overabundance of content makes it literally impossible to compete like i almost feel like it should just be mini series because you don't your attention like think about it like unless it's something that literally grips you so hard right you're not going to watch all whatever a number of seasons i mean there's a few things that but even this has even changed in the last one or two years remember when we binged broadwalk boardwalk empire it changes brilliant it's i don't a great know that show. we would do that again today not not i don't know there's still a couple shows i've never seen like I still haven't watched the fucking Wire, man. So maybe if I, I know, started I'd that, I'd like to binge that, and, and then I'm binge sure, that, yeah. or like Oz, or you know, there's shows that I haven't seen, or even though I'd like to see The Sopranos again. But yeah, you're yeah. right. Like that's all that stuff's now ten, fifteen, twenty years old. Well, and you know, so, and, you know people have different Netflix habits. They go and they watch. You but know, I haven't binge watched anything. Anything. Yeah, because there's so much coming at us. It's like, I'll tell you the one show on Netflix that got me that I will keep going back whenever there's a new season is The Last Kingdom. Oh, yeah, you like that show. And yeah, I love that show. And that's like, it, it sort of replaces Thrones in a way. A but bit. But there's a huge hole. Like, I really yeah. think that the, the end of Thrones is going to be a dramatic change for content and the way we watch and consume well there's literally like an open sea at the throne no pun intended yeah. <laughs> so they should all take that it's like if i was netflix and hbo and the showtime and stars amazon, amazon now also has their hat in the ring like there's going to be an opening that you want to get well i feel like into. netflix is sort of sitting on that throne right now i mean they well, just they won several yeah. oscars yes they did um and steven spielberg doesn't like that shit yeah and i i want to plug the um Part five of Age of Distraction with uh, Stephen Godshow and Warren Lewis and I, who are going to be sitting down this week to talk exactly about that. Mm -hmm. The old guard of Hollywood Mm -hmm. hating 
what's this new the new thing. trend. Well, I mean, yeah. nobody likes change if it starts affecting their bottom line. Like everyone loves change. Oh, change until it like affects their bottom line in some way, and then all of a sudden it's like not not okay anymore. Right. Because most people, especially in Hollywood, it's always about change and growth and and the next big thing and that kind theater, of shit. The theater experience will survive. It survived. It survived television. When television came in, everyone said movies are over. Right. Um, but it's the movie experience has survived many many things, and well, it will yeah. continue to. It's just a matter of how we consume movies. Because yeah. I'll always want to see, <clears throat> I'll always want to see movies like for, but forever. Don't you think you'll always want to go see it in a theater? Too? I don't know. Some you Some. don't think? Well, just the theater going experience has become such like fucking crummy. Yeah, that's you true. You know, it's changed in the last five years, at least in this city. Like most of the time, it's just fucking. You have to like, okay, I'm gonna go and I have to experience this with everyone because <laughs> nine out of ten times there's gonna be a bunch of fucking dickheads, you know, yeah. on their phone or talking or with a child that won't shut up. Right. You know, it's changed. People come into the movies like it is their living room, and it's yeah, not. But that's part of like our whole change up in so many ways, where like everyone would rather just be in their living room and order in on their phone, anyways. Yeah, you know, it's changed. I mean, I I do think that the Theater, live theater experience will oh I want to will do it continue because I think at the at the end of the day like it will self correct in some way with this crazy like everything's a subscription we order everything's Postmates yeah, everything's DoorDash like yeah it's crazy you know everything's like we just get from our location that we're at and order Off it Domino's at a street corner little stupid phone <laughs> like, I know you know yeah man I think we want to I think people want to interact with other people I think. It, you know, right now we're in this very odd state of affairs with that. Yeah, and I mean, I want to. People just are such fucking idiots, you know. But the lot, but seeing a, th- a film in the theater, there's still nothing like it. Oh, and it's I, great. And I do think that there are certain films that you want to go and you want to experience with people, and you want to see on a big screen. And I think that will continue. But yeah, it's not going to stop. Like you no. know, and it, but and not to get because, like I said, we're going to get into this when I talk to the the boys and Age of Distraction. But the, I do think to bring it back to like the whole HBO thing, and it's we are going through a very dramatic change in the way we consume content mm-hmm. and the overabundance of content. And HBO needs to be they need to fix that damn app. Yeah, because the like app is you, trash. If you're you are not going to compete. No one's going to stick with HBO anymore if their app if they can't fix that. Yeah, and I can't I can't imagine that it's not more front and center. Like it's literally like you're gatekeeping your own content, and no one can open the gate. <laughs> no, it's it's like literally absurd it's when absurd. you think about it. It's absurd. <laughs> I mean, like, and just to like, I don't know any of you out there have experienced the HBO Go or Now app. They both but stink. But they don't function. Yeah, they're literally not functioning. They just, you get the spinning and yeah. it doesn't... And, and then it, you have to go out it, yep. and you have to come back in and then it still doesn't work and it's like, I don't, now I don't want to watch anything I on know. this app. <laughs> like, fuck this app. But another really key thing about it is they do not allow, it doesn't allow you to watch live TV. No. Whereas on Amazon... You can go into the app and you can literally watch what's being played on HBO live. One of their channels. On Kate, yeah. One of their yeah, channels man. at the time. That's exactly like, and what Amazon did, which they figured out, which no one did else did, which is just give people what they want. Don't worry mm-hmm. about like those steps. Right, right. Like just like. 
give it to us, you know? Yeah, like man. why are you why are they gatekeeping the live feed of the show? Yeah, it's bullshit. That special. Well, and that's the other thing that I said. It's like literally Amazon they all it took was free two day shipping to buy the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is funny. It's like who would have thought that that was the only thing holding you like a company back from complete global domination? I know. Two day shipping. Yeah. That's all it was to us. <laughs> all we had to it do was, was a big deal. It was a big deal, but it's like look how easy the entire population was bought. How lazy we are now. I know. We were bought off with two two day shipping. That's all it took, you know? And it's like, it's fucking strange, man. Because now it's like, all everyone has Amazon Prime. Everyone orders on Amazon for Christmas, for Blackout Fridays. Or whatever. You start like, you you know what I found interesting about Amazon too is, whatever you need, Mm -hmm. you will start with Amazon. In your mind, you're like, is this something I can get there? Yes. And they've been smart in that they've now opened their own clothing brand. They've yep. bought their they bought Whole Foods. They're yep. opening their own grocery stores. Like bookstores. They're just making everything so because they know that it's so convenient. Yeah. That you're gonna first in your head go if I can get it on Amazon, I don't give a fuck about getting it anywhere. Well, else. Especially if it's like a stapler, you know, you yeah. know, and it's like, oh, it's literally five dollars less than Staples. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like okay, I'll just I'll add that to the days. cart. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you know, I don't need a stapler right now, but I will. I'll, I'll probably need it in two I days. Know. You know, so it, it literally cuts out this middleman and this extra work, which also means you don't get to uh, interact with humans as much. Well, and some I, would argue that's a bit. That's a good thing. It's a I would also, even though Amazon is so, I'm so entrapped by them, I don't like it. Like, I don't, I think we need to change our antitrust laws because Mm -hmm. I think that they are the monopoly of them. Like, it's like that movie, um, uh, Sorry to Bother You, Mm -hmm. which came out last summer, which got completely overlooked at the award ceremonies, except for um, the The Spirit Awards. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, there, there's a company, a corporation in it that's sort of like the future of Amazon, which mm-hmm. is just basically you can decide that you're gonna like work, live there for free, but you're basically a slave, to right? Because you have to work, yeah, yeah. Like, but you live in bunk beds and you don't have to pay for anything. But you're I like, I mean, come on, yeah, that's not that far <laughs> off, know. man. Amazon's gonna become like this umbrella corporation where it's yeah. like you want Amazon, you want food, have an Amazon sandwich, right. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, With that's Amazon. already here. Yeah, that's man, happening. it's already happening. Yeah, so it's you know it's gonna be like Wally, where it's like you have your blue suits oh, and your Wally. red suits, and then and everyone's fat, everyone's so that's gonna happen obese. too. Hopefully yeah. that doesn't happen, but it already is happening also. It is. Yeah, it's happening. It's already happening. Wally was very, you know, super Nostradamus. Yeah, (laughs) it definitely was. And it's like funny with cool bright colors and cute little robots. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like a very scary prop. Like the earth is gone. Yeah. It's a robot looking for through trash. We're like, oh, it's so cute. It's like, no, you fools. (laughs) No, no, you fools. The earth is over. We lost earth. We're fat and we're in space. You know what I mean? (laughs) We can't move. This is like you oh, were in little, little like wheelchairs, yes, basically those, like chairs. I know. And this, like, and you see that when you go to amusement parks. Oh you see that when we go to Comic Con. Everyone's it's a rascals. whole bunch of people and rascals. Little rascals, toot toot. And you like, do think of Wally? Yeah, of course. Like, you think that? I mean, I'm sure that was partly maybe what motivated the movie it was just like seeing people at airports and theme parks and yeah. Comic Cons all lined up in their little rascals, right. waiting for hot dogs <laughs> and churros and like the giant. Don't say that. Don't make fun of anybody. Oh, but if, heaven forbid you get the extra double venti creamy jizz load on your, from Starbucks. <laughs> oh, get a coffee, you tub of shit. Hey, like, now. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're, you're the one person who should not have that. 
I yeah. don't ever drink that shit. And I think I'm not you're like, being a little bit insensitive. I'm not stumping here. I'm just saying, it's like, <laughs> what do you think? That's not a coffee beverage. That's uh, a Baskin-Robbins beverage. Speaking of Comic-Con, um, and bring it back to this whole discussion, discussion of the end, because I'm going to talk about Marvel. Um, what do you think Marvel's going to do at Comic-Con this year? They didn't know. show up last year. They didn't? No. Remember, they had no films there. There was like no Marvel presence. Oh, yeah. They yeah. didn't. That's funny. Right. It was a big deal. I mean, they DC didn't. had a big... DC kind of won the show there. Well, like, by default. But by they default, also did yeah. win. Like, they did some cool shit. Right. Well, Warner Brothers did cool shit. That was Johnny Depp came out. And was that the Warner same Brothers year? Warner Brothers had the coolest panel. Yes. It yeah. was the Crimes of Grindelwald panel. And yeah. And Jude Law was out Shazam, there. Shazam, which is coming out in April oh, also. Oh, yeah. That would be fun, I, I guess. think that's April 5th, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you do wonder about the fate of the Marvel for, like, just MCU. Well, so what? So let's talk about it because we've got, okay, we've got Captain Marvel that just came out mm-hmm. and Endgame in which April. Is very soon, yeah. There is going to be another Spider-Man movie. That's coming out soon. Yeah. Trailer's already dropped. Homecoming 2. And abroad. I have not seen the... Abroad? <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, like in your Euro, Euro it's trip. It's like a Euro trip? <laughs> yeah, okay. with like the cool luggage with the stickers on it, man. It's like really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Oh, okay. And I didn't Jake Gyllenhaal plays Mysterio. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't that. care about that. That looks stupid. Yeah, we were not fans of the first one. No, um, like the, it's like corny. But so there's that. There's another Galaxy movie coming out. And a Doctor Strange too. Right. There's rumored to be a Scarlet, Scarlet Johansson movie. What, oh, what's her uh, name? Uh, Black Widow. Fatso. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what's she's her, what's her called? Yeah, no, she's not. Um... So what's going to, but I mean, I don't know. It's the end of the era well, of yeah. like the Tony Stark, that whole their con- Avenger their contracts group. are up and yeah. I'm sure they're sick of it. I would well, be. It's been yeah. like 10 movies, seven years, seven movies, 10 years. And they don't get paid that much. I mean, they might right, like they but might now, they but at first they shit. all didn't get very much money. And like, and people think, oh, there's no way they get, they're so rich. Like, no. yeah, they probably now from other things and mm-hmm. they now have negotiated when Maybe. we know Downey Jr. made a fuckload. 25 mil. Or more. But and then everyone else was making literally like entry level six figures. It's yeah. so silly. Like there's guys out here that just work day gigs and are making more than Thor. Right. You know I what mean, I mean? Pe- that's Initially. why a lot of them have to do commercials and stuff Commercials like and other movies. And they don't get a cut of any of no, the merchandise. No, they got a no cut oh, of man. all the merchandise, which Disney's, I always thought was so despicable. Disney's horrible. Yeah horrible i know it's so funny how dirty they do these people and what they get like fame you get yeah. like a cool big name for yourself there charles it's like but- oh thanks <laughs> you get nothing <laughs> seven movies i might have made like a mill for yeah. all, of those, all of those movies and there are billions of billions of billions of dollars and you have to do all that press and shit yeah. it's a never ending again you have to stay in really good shape yeah you know no I, mean? I don't think it would be a gig that you i mean chris evans has already got i saw like he's got a big lineup of other stuff i'm sure he's aching to get out because he had that yeah. he did those couple things where he had a directorial debut and yeah. he's done some stuff along the he's way i think he you he's know he's really busy with being captain america right and yeah but what do you do do you recast them all together because now the whole thing is passing the torch on to captain Marvel. Marvel. Like, that's their game plan. So, okay. So that happens. I mean, and we don't, like, without getting into spoilers and stuff, what does that mean? I mean, like, I so uh, is, and what's going to happen with Spider Man and Venom? I want to know about that. I because don't know. 
Tom Hardy hinted at last year's Comic-Con that, that Venom might move into that universe. Well, it would be a sort of They'd fitting. have to be lent out to well, Disney. Because yeah, it's still Sony, Disney. Right. Well, they lent Spider-Man out to yeah. Marvel. I mean, I think the best thing they could do would, would be, you know... Combine the two, I, I guess. Just to I make... don't love the idea of the Tom Holland Spider-Man in the Venom universe. No, though. and neither did Tom Hardy. He's like, well, me and Tom Holland have yeah. a fight. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. I think he took it like the question literally, but well, I, I knew what he was trying to don't say. Don't forget, like the incredible success of Venom. That's right. Shocking success. Shocking uh, international success yeah, and like, domestic, but internationally, they like kept making money. In I China. know kept making money so of course there'll be a sequel but yeah. do they tie it into the existing marvel universe i kind of like to see a different cast of spider-man f- to fight f- the venom i know i know uh, and and spider-man homecoming was extremely popular usually i've so, talked yeah. to many people who said they loved it if you heard our review we hated it I we hated like it. it i and i like i and because I felt like they completely stripped down the Peter Parker character to nothing. Well, it could have been called anybody. It could have been called like Tony Danza or like fucking <laughs> Frank McGrogan. Tony Stark's bitch. Yeah. I mean, it, the, having Iron Man in it and the way it became the Tony Stark, like, is the teacher. It almost felt it, like that's Iron not Man Spider-Man. 4 featuring Spider-Man. Right, yeah. That's how it felt. Yeah, that's not a but, Spider-Man movie. But, I mean, are you surprised when, you, you know, Disney well, they gets their hands on it? they had to tie it in. Yeah, yeah man. They're they all about had to tie, tie it in. Tie and tie they had in. to make it work in that universe. But if, if you're a fan, a pure fan of Spider-Man, yeah, you know, that wasn't the Tobey Maguire ones are the best ones yeah. by far. I mean, even, yeah, they are. I mean, yeah, and the Garfield ones are sort of a misstep. I'm not a but huge still, fan. I but still, still liked f- the first one better. like Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah it's, still it's f- Peter Parker. And, Peter, and, and Spider-Man is powerful on his own without yeah. Tony Stark giving him a suit. And I know they address that in the movie where they say, hey, kid, if you're, if you're nothing with the suit, without the suit, you're nothing. It's like, but that's... They still did not no. do justice to that character. Well, the thing about Spider-Man doesn't need it. Like, look how successful that Spider-Man PS4 game was. Yes. Like, the biggest game of the year. It didn't win game of the year, but it arguably could have. It was up for it. It, like, destroyed record set, like, you know. Right. And it's the same company that did the PS1 game, Insomniac. And it was an incredible game, and there was no Iron Man in it. And they don't need an Iron Man. Right. They had the cool Iron Man suit in it and that kind of shit. Like, the Tony Stark suit, you could use it and use it right. as a playable thing which is awesome but yeah i think people people don't need <laughs> iron man for spider-man to be cool well spider-man's the most popular marvel character. he's my favorite marvel character and w- my favorite character yeah wolverine for x-men and then just marvel oh, Batman's your favorite. yeah batman's the dc and like my favorite but, but i mean Spider-Man, everybody man, from Spider-Man. from a character perspective batman is number one Superman and Wonder Woman, and then Spider-Man. Just from a numbers perspective, if you isolate mm-hmm. those characters, mm-hmm. worldwide history, mm-hmm. that's the order. DC people are bigger fans of the DC characters, but they the Marvel movies have done right. better. That's the thing. People always say, oh, no, Marvel, Marvel, and then you realize no that... No one like, knew those characters until no. they, they geniusly... You know, assembled right. this the way they did. Yeah, and then, oh, fuck yeah, stroke you know, of genius. I, it is a stroke of genius, and I am, mar- you know, haha, Marvel in the blueprint that they put together. Oh, that, God. That Kevin Feige did. Yeah, he's the mastermind. Figgy, Fogga, Fake, Figgy. Yeah, either way, he's laughing to the bank. Right. But. Yeah, it's it is funny because Batman's the most identifiable superhero in the world. Well, he's the number one money maker, like that well, character. Well, yeah, we talked about it. Like 
the Dark Knight made records that the Marvel universe had to like assemble to make right you know like avengers or you know what i don't remember that but, but like dark knight was number two or three or four ever in box office and that was just batman right it wasn't the justice right. league they didn't need 10 superheroes no. fighting you know ultron or whoever batman's the coolest he's the coolest i mean great and people love that movie because of the joker but it's that that relationship might be the most dynamic of all yeah in all f- fiction Superhero of the fiction. Joker. Uh, oh yeah, the Joaquin the movie. Joaquin movie that I'm excited about. Yeah, that should be cool. I and hope. I mean, as far as the DCU, we've got Wonder Woman two, 1984. That's this year, right? Uh, I believe it's the end I of the th- year, I think right? It's this year, Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Aquaman two. We know that's going to happen. Yeah, that movie made uh, it was another like freak of nature overseas. It, yeah, well, it's I mean, it's a cool character. Yeah. And it they and, did and the Momoa. character right. That yeah. was the smartest thing Zack Snyder ever did. Yes. It um, made perfect sense. It makes sense on paper. And it translated, like, simply, like, effortlessly. Yeah. You know, effortlessly. 2020 is Wonder Woman 1994. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Does DC have anything coming out this year? Uh, Shazam. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Duh. Pedro Pas- Pascal's in it. Um, mm. And and you know Linda Carter is making an appearance in Wonder Woman. Well, that's cool. I know I love Linda Carter. Yeah, she's, she's awesome, and Woman. she's now like a uh, icon. She's a total icon. Like, the, the, think about how far back that goes. Think about the, how back far back Superman goes. I know it's crazy. Yeah, compared to like when uh, you know Marvel actually made its entrance into movies, it's successful true. movies. Really, you could say Blade, but it's Blade sort of an outlier character. I don't think people realize that, still, except people who are fans. Still, like, so weird. You know, Blade, the the Wesley Snipes series, yeah. that's a Marvel character. Yeah. That's the first black superhero. And, and he was quick to point movie. that out. As he should. When Black Panther, everybody was talking about how Black Panther was the first black superhero. Well, and apparently Wesley Snipes said that they had pitched Black Panther many times, like in, in throughout the 90s and the early 2000s. Like, really? He's like, that was not news to us you know he yeah. wanted to play black panther and i could see it he's a badass you know i, yeah. I could see that maybe the climate wasn't right back then for that but it's a it's a superhero just because it's called yeah. black panther i think people could have handled it i mean maybe they didn't have the cgi well, they, you know it's all about timing it's all these about timing. things are all about timing and also i don't think black panther would have had the success it did today if it hadn't had the 10 years below of marvel uh, build up build up yes that's and also huge. and the climate we're like at this moment where you know we've hit like i, I don't think that I, I think they can thank the trump era too because i think you know, a lot matter. of this is a reaction the political climate like, social climate right. really does create a certain sort of you base. know there's the backlash to it has made people more seeking out more justice yeah more backlash but it justice. also made a billion dollars you know yeah and it was nominated for seven or nine academy awards and it won four four yeah or three it won four. It, it, fuck me. Yeah, it definitely. won costume, production design. Like set design, um, right, or something? Production and set production together. Okay. Um, and there were, it won score. Did it? Yep. Fuck me. And it won, um, I think, like a sound. A, there's a, uh, another a one that it won. Yeah. Well, that's pretty oh, fucking I'll tell good. You right now. Look it up. You know, so yeah, um, it would probably win. It won have... all the ones it should win. I mean, frankly, the costume design was beautiful, good. Yeah, stunning, very good. You know? And the set design was really cool. Yeah, so I, from that perspective, yeah, although, like, and we've talked that. about this before, like, I, I really do think that um, 
Yeah, Black Panther 2 is already in the works. Of course. Of course it is. Well, yeah, so how does this weave into the larger MCU narrative? Because they're going to continue with these sequels from movies that were made before Endgame. Then they're going to have the torch passed to Captain Marvel. And then they're going to make sequels from like the past MCU, okay. which is still car- to current the current MCU. Okay, you're right. I'm wrong. It, it was three Oscars. Yeah, that's that's So a, that's it was still... the original score, best human production design, and... Um, Costumes. Costume. Damn, yep. that's three Academy Awards, yo. But it was nominated for several more. It's nominated for nine. Best and it picture. Won, it won. Um, didn't it win like the SAG? It won. It's won a. Oh, it won the, the BAFTA award for for special effects. It won the Screen Actors mm. World Outstanding Performance by a Cast. I There's, thought the CGI was a little weak on that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. That the CGI was it wasn't nothing better than yeah. anything else, you know. It's like yeah, you know. And I mean, I remember like when we saw. It, I liked the movie, but it, I did feel like it was a Marvel movie, yeah. except for the production design and costume and it was the, very the world yes. building of Wakanda was, was pretty cool. Was really spectacular. Yeah, it was. That was pretty. And yeah, that's a, worthy of like awards and of stuff acknowledgement. Like that. Yeah. yeah, and you know, yeah, that's that's. I don't. I'm not mad at that at all. I just, yeah, I don't think that if Wesley Snipes made the Black Panther, it wouldn't, wouldn't have had awards. Even if it was no, a smash t- success. it's all about the timing. Yeah, it, even if it was a huge success uh, box office-wise, it would have never been nominated for anything. I mean, what I do appreciate about it getting Oscars is that finally they're awarding genre film stuff. Yeah, like, that's funny. That's yeah, something, true. like, they, The Dark Knight, should have gotten not it by best the picture same nod, yes the same standards. If this is yeah. going to get nominated for best picture, then they should have nominated The Dark Knight. Fuck yeah, they could nominate Batman Begins if they wanted Absolutely. to. Like by today's standards, Absolutely. both of those films would have been applicable. They could have nominated Wonder Woman by the same standards. Even then, you know? though, from two years, two years it's ago changed, to now, it's yeah. changed for sure. Right? Yeah, you could have. You could have. It had the same message, the right. same like you know, it wasn't preachy, but it sort of had the same sort of you know. Uh, changes in the air sort of deal right which is fine you know so uh, so how i i just can't kind of wrap my head around what's going to happen next with marvel like do you think that it's going to be the same impact because they're really breaking up the band they're breaking up the bands i don't know i don't think so like apparently scarlet witch the actress is a little pissed off with the changing of the guard because she's not going to be in the movies anymore why apparently she's her and vision are getting their own like spin-off series for disney plus so they're gonna are be, they gonna be the actors in yeah it? okay so they're being i don't know if it's a demotion or a parallel step or i mean like a lateral hmm. move but marvel hasn't done well in tv well well they're trying to pad it content for disney plus i'm sure oh, original right, content right, right, so right. they're like if we can take they need, to, yeah. they need to take scarlet witch and vision and put it in a series a limited series and it's like you know because they're lovebirds or whatever right i don't want to see them like waking up and having coffee together really but like you know <laughs> probably will it will if they'll, they follow the like netflix, netflix marvel ugh. like that speaking of that ugh. so that whole group just got tanked like canned yeah. Just gone. Yeah, man. They had time and time again to get it right. And we're talking about... Um, the whole Defenders crew. Defenders crew. Yeah. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Iron Fist. Jessica Jones. Punisher. Daredevil. Dare, yep. It's all gone. And we didn't finish watching season two of, Dare, of uh, Punisher. Punisher. We should. I guess. But it get, like that whole Marvel... that What they went for with those... 
and this plays into my exact point in talking about the competition for content and not grabbing people's attention. Mm-hmm. They dragged out those stories. It's a real shame. For a long time. There's so like 12 long. episodes. There's like 13 that. in Punisher right. 2. And they're supposed. I read something. It was supposed to be 10 episodes. And okay. they, that's an extra three hours yeah. of content that you could have edited out. Where and you're just sitting around watching people drink coffee. And literally, argue. And argue. And like, no, we want to see the Punisher. Yeah, give him like some goons. Yeah. A mafioso boss and have him drive around in his van full of guns and punish stuff, man. I don't need a political drama. No. I don't need this cloak and dagger bullshit. But don't you think the Nolan... I mean, the Nolan Batmans did start this. Realism. But they did it brilliantly. Because Christopher Nolan is not like some... It's not just some model you take. Like, Christopher Nolan did it well because of his capabilities. He's a brilliant director. And so people saw that and like, oh, what a cool take. We'll do that with this and this and this and this, but it doesn't work with all of them because they're not yeah. Christopher Nolan. They right. didn't write it. And they didn't, you know, and they're not right. You know what I mean? Well, like, also you don't want to see like the, it took. I remember the one they did one season of the Defenders, Marvel's Defenders, yeah, and, it and stunk. It stunk because it took so long to get to any action, and mm-hmm. like you'd watch a whole episode, and then the payoff was ten minutes at the end, and right. you'd be like, but this season, second season of The Punisher, although it is Burnthal, John Burnthal, who we love, yeah, we love. Them, but fuck man i can't even get through the seventh episode there's one episode that you could literally just go watch yourself yeah on its own you don't you it's could good. take it out it's like it's kind of like assault on precinct 13. 13 it is yeah that's what yeah. it is you know it's been it, do you remember which one it was like third the third, third episode. episode and so far the you literally could just take that one out and not watch any of the other in the entire first or second season as far as i can remember fine as far as I can remember, yeah. yeah. I mean, we haven't finished the second season, and but yeah, totally. Yeah. That episode would literally be like Punisher Cell Block, right? And yeah, that's it was the episode, awesome. and it's it was a great, brilliant episode. And and that would have been, you know, I don't know if it's a cost thing. I think it's just a milking the audience, but taking the audience for granted. Can't, it's not going to work. No, like, not and anymore. They canceled no all of them, and that's that. We're more sophisticated than that, and we're also over saturated with content so you can't you have to get people you have to grab them immediately yeah and keep it short and yeah. sweet like the cast second season of castlevania you remember the oh, first season was like yeah, four we never episodes reviewed that oh we didn't i don't know did we i don't know but it was eight episodes and it kept coming you know yeah. what i mean and that's all you need you know don't give us 13 episodes of like sitting around listening to people argue over pizza <laughs> or whatever <laughs> it's like i don't this is not the punisher what the fuck man <laughs> i don't need to hear about how he likes his coffee two one lump or two you know what i mean what the fuck go kill something stupid go kill something where's all the punishment why you keep letting people live with a warning like oh, okay you got it this time evil russian cartel like kgb guy i'll leave you you go you have a daughter well i had one too so it's like no that's why you kill people you don't have a daughter anymore you say you don't get a daughter either evil russian man you're dead i shoot you with a shotgun in your face now like all right well i'm gonna take my sawed off shotgun and leave like well. <laughs> what the fuck and then he just gets killed anyway no spoilers yeah the russian guy just you have burnthal kill him kill that man you are the punisher <laughs> don't have like little johnny corncob pipe i know come shoot him I in the head so at the boring. end of the episode That's anyway the it was so boring it's so boring i know you're I lost killing me smalls interest. you're killing me smalls <laughs> burnthal burnthal's a good ass kicker oh, he's the best so it's like let him kick some ass man yeah please please and all the ptsd shit i know it's a real thing but you yeah. can't just like oh shit 
there's something going on. Oh, now this character has PTSD. Yeah. And then that character sees his PTSD. Then, oh, their PTSD is kicking in. Right. And then, then oh, it's just like, no, just have them have a shootout. You know what I mean? Like, PTSD is a serious thing. Yeah. And it worked in the first season sort of as a plot device. Right. But when, like, everyone's Ditched suffering from it. For the backstory. It, yeah. It's- yeah. And then, like, the shrink has PTSD from all the shrinking <laughs> she does. And then her PTSD triggers his PTSD. Oh, but we forgot to mention the worst thing about season two. Yeah. Is the guy, his I friend. I we talked about that before, but yes, the yeah, jigsaw face. The jigsaw face has no jigsaw. It's like, it's like Derek Zoolander jigsaw face. <laughs> like, oh, my scars are so pretty. They like <laughs> accentuate my like jawline. And like, it's like, boo. It's comical. It's not jigsaw. It takes the mask off and, and there's like, nothing. There's like little, sky, little cat scars scratches. on my face. Right, man. Like, it's so funny. And he's like, don't look at me. I'm hideous. And yeah. you're like, what, what am I looking at? Yeah, you like, can't see it from a distance. Well, and there's a funny no, scene where like, stupid. The, like someone from a distance freaks out by his face. It's like, you can't see those no, scars from no a distance. Cared. No one would be like, oh, I get my children away from that freak. No, no yeah, one people would People look way. at him, they're like, hey, freak. And like, nobody yeah, would do no that. No one would do that. No one would do that to that man's face. They'd be like, oh, poor guy. He probably got like, had a, got a fight with a buzzsaw. He, he looked know. like a guy, Irish guy in a bar fight in yeah, Dublin. bar scars. <laughs> pretty much bar fight scars, you know. Yeah. Got his head put through a fucking bar window. Or, I kind of would like to know why that choice. Like, what mm-hmm. did the producers decide they wanted to show his pretty face? Right. Or was the actor, like, I don't want... His I, manager, I, his I, agents were like, we need to I keep his face visible. to know like the reason well, they the went for that. because the Jigsaw in Warzone was so over the top and cool though. Yeah. The Jigsaw and Punisher Warzone Warzone was literally like a jigsaw piece but face. It should be exactly. Yeah, it was cool. This is and comics, his eye folks. was all fucked. Like yeah. the, like the Hannibal. Remember the Gary Oldman character from yeah. Hannibal? Yeah, sliced the oh. fuck up. Yeah, man. Yeah, Wardell. What's his name? Something Wardell. But I mean, it does. You know, so the Marvel movies do take that into account. As much as we shit on them, they have a better balance yes. of like a little bit of a light story. Yeah. But then the kick, all the action you want to see, yeah, and they've worked us. that out well. They give it, they give us the payoff. Well, they know we their want. audience. Their audience yeah. is theme park people, you know, yeah. the whole world. So you got to like really, like you said about scripts, it's like the scripts can't be that complicated because they have to be able to watch them in China, right? So it can't be like multi-layered storylines and you know plot devices, you know, and who mystery. It's like no, no, there's yeah, there a bad can't be too nuanced. No, yeah. big purple bad man snaps his fingers. You know, right? How do we stop the purple? man like let's get him so what's Avengers. But what's the balance Assemble. between that like you know because the dcu doesn't seem to, i mean i think wonder woman was a pretty decent balance on that they had like the origin story i hope the sequel is going to be, be good as well yeah it's i don't know if i don't know about this whole like let's put, put it in a time frame and give you all of the fun stuff from that time frame. yeah 1984 yeah. there'll be like orwell references <laughs> and there'll be like the go-go's it's the hot time period with like stranger things well and, and then like the- and, and apparently like Captain Marvel is super heavy on the 90s like stroke right. fest like she falls from the sky and lands in a blockbuster remember oh, the kids really? you don't know about this kids <laughs> but like oh man I remember blockbuster it's yeah. oh, awesome <laughs> oh man blockbuster <laughs> oh. well like, pagers are big in it apparently a pagers well cause at the end yeah. of Infinity War leap. he's got a pager and yeah, it pages the, her and yeah. it's got her logo comes up and it's like boo doo doo like save the world yeah. pager style <laughs> She have that pager in her suit when she's breaking the sound barrier. Like, what the fuck? Aye, Stupid aye, aye. 90s schlocking. 
Like, kids love it. 90s. Hey, here's some uh, chatter going on that I thought I'd bring up. Uh, Idris Elba replaced Will Smith. I heard that. Deadshot. That's cool. In the Suicide it's better. Squad sequel. Get, get the stink of Will Smith off of that franchise. Yeah. He's just, why, did he, why did he step out of that? Do we know? I think Bad Boys 3. They're shooting it. Oh, okay. And, and he's also doing stupid Aladdin, which which everyone's, everyone's trashing. Fun of. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, I mean, what do you know? Will Smith loves. He just loves Fortnite and Marcus Brownlee. He's just you know a YouTube child. Right. He's a he's a Gen Z. He's right. a Gen Z man now. <laughs> he loves Fortnite. He loves YouTube videos. He loves PewDiePie. <laughs> Will Smith is just I don't one think of the. He knows who he, I, I don't is. know, and he seems to be more up on that shit than his own children. Uh, his own children that make like fucking trippy uh, Portishead music <laughs> and have blonde dreadlocks. And Will Smith's like, "Hello, fellow children. I'm the genie. I love PewDiePie videos and Twitch streaming, and also Fortnite." <laughs> Like, dude, you're 51. It's yeah. cool, man. You don't have to be that accessible anymore, man. No, like fucking chill, dude. Um, there was a rumor going around that Taika Waititi, who we love, who directed Thor Ragnarok, also what we do in the shadows film version, but also is producing the new TV version, mm-hmm. that he was doing something with that him and Momo are working together on something. So everyone was saying, whoa, Taika's going to do Aquaman 2. But James Wan is signed on for Aquaman 2. I too. can't see James Wan relinquishing no, his, that shit. it's in his IMDb. Yeah, there's no way. But with, with the it's too much he, with the world building. Yeah, like, it's his baby. Just, yeah, it's his baby. It's his baby, and it was a massive success. Like, why would you hand over the reins to someone who's very capable like well, Taika? I do like the idea of seeing Momoa and Taika together in something. Fuck yeah. But yeah. what would that be if it's not Aquaman 2? Would it be a superhero? Maybe something vehicle? different. Yeah, I mean, it'd be yeah. cool to see Jason Momoa do the little, like, flex his comedy chops. It must be pretty okay. And guys like Chris yeah. Hemsworth have done it successfully, you know? Yeah, Hemsworth is funny. He's That's almost like he's, better, he's funnier better, than yeah, he, a dramatic yeah, lead. Yeah, he does well when he gets light, goes light. Yeah, he kind of stinks as a dramatic lead. Just yeah, not, that he's interesting. not that interesting. Well, I heard he's going to play Hulk Hogan in like a. Yes. Do you hear about that? Yes, I did. I That's like, right. Can we not get a real American to play the real American? Yeah. I'm a real American. Yeah, good point. Played by an Australian. <laughs> the same Australian and everything. There's no like giant man. Well, the thing about that is Hulk Hogan was fucking massive in his heyday you know what i mean yeah like i don't know who you could get to play that Thunderlips. you know who's gonna be Thunderlips? i don't know i can't think of an american there actor who one. could that's why they had to get thor yeah i guess I, honestly who could who could have done it they'd have to find some guy like an unknown beefcake who also can act i don't yeah. even really know you'd need a hulk hogan movie to be honest <laughs> yeah, I, I guess uh, is it gonna money. be like a dark movie it's like all dark like i don't know like what i don't think it? it's gonna be like the wrestler mr nanny and shit and oh like yeah on the set. yeah that's right <laughs> and like cyber cop oh god yeah, yeah. Man. we're gonna see like the truth behind mr nanny it was dark man well speaking of taika though he's so he's behind he's producing exec produces the tv version of his film what we do in the shadows yeah that's coming that's coming soon that's coming on fx and i'm excited for that because i love the movie the movie's hilarious well they've been sitting on this property for like 10 years Really? Well, I mean, when did the movie come out? Like five, seven years ago? I don't remember. And I think they made it I mean, even before Hunt that. for the Wilder People is already several years back now. Well, because cool, they were going to do a sequel for What We Do in the Shadows, and then they were going to do a, a, like the Werewolves spinoff movie with Reese Darby. 2014. 
was the film. It was the film. Okay, yeah. so five years. That sounds about right. Uh, but I, I was surprised that they like I sort of settled on an episodic TV series. Cause that's the way, but that's just, that's the way things are now, you know? Like, that's where more creativity is happening. So it doesn't surprise me that he would want it to be that versus a film. Yeah, right. As versus just a sequel. Because it probably wouldn't have been a theatrical release because the movie, as much of a cult following as it is, it wouldn't, like, constitute releasing it globally. But the Werewolves movie, I was excited to see because it's a really fun twist at the end of that movie. And Reese Darby is, like, the head of the Werewolves. So I wonder if that's now oh. not going to happen. Because they're doing the show, so right. might, we might not get a it werewolf is a movie. Cast. Yeah, it's a completely different cast. Taika is directing uh, the Man- Mandalorian. Yes, which is—is is it Boba Fett? Yes, it is. Yeah, well, because Boba so Fett's the, a Tongan guy, right. right? So, and but guess who's playing? It's freaking Pedro Pascal. He's playing who? Boba Fett? I think so. Oh. Although it doesn't, it's a series though. Yeah, it's a series for Disney. That's what they're doing, man. Yeah, they're, they're planning. Giancarlo Esposito's in it. Oh, that's cool. They don't um, say Carl Weathers is in it. Really? Yeah. Carl Weathers? Yeah. Get a soup going? Werner Herzog, the documentary, the director, is in it. That's weird. It doesn't say. Does um, he play the Palpatine or something? He looks like Palpatine. Maybe it doesn't. It doesn't say who they play. Well, they're not going to re- release that information yeah. still, probably. But that seems pretty like interesting. Yeah, I heard about Taika doing that. Man, he's a busy man. He's Once a busy man. He's got another film coming out called Bubbles, and he's got. Well, he's got that Hitler Jojo, movie, Jojo Rabbit, yeah. that he's in. Um. I don't know what he's working on with uh, Momoa. Momoa. I want to know, though. Maybe nothing. Maybe as of now. No, Momoa posted on his Instagram, we're doing, I'm excited to make art with you. I think he, like, oh. Momoa's notorious for, like, spoiler mistakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, guys. Uh, hey. Yeah, he just, like, releases some chives. <laughs> he's such a, like, bro. I know. Uh, he's awesome. Well, I you, love you Momoa. Yeah, you can't control that energy. The I man's know. a tank. He's a he, titan. One of the best moments we had at Comic-Con was just seeing him come on stage as Aquaman with that giant trident. trident. Running. Yeah. Through the crowd with no shoes. I know. Freaking Guinness. Getting all was, in his beard. And that was fucking badass. Not the summer that it came out, or no, the, the winter. Year before, it was the year, year before, before yeah. when there was still very little footage. We very saw footage. some footage. We saw a cool footage clip that didn't even make the movie right. with, with the two fishermen. That's and then right. His line gets caught and it's on like oh, a yeah, spaceship. We did see that. What I mean, a water ship. Yeah. I, I mean, they must have just shot that as a teaser. But right. that wasn't even in any of the trailers. No, it wasn't. Like, that was like Comic Con only footage. Yeah, that's the cool thing about Comic Con. Yeah, it's fun, man. Yeah, I mean, what's bad about that? So, one other thing I wanted to talk about. uh, Unfortunately, we can't do a full review because only one of us saw this movie because you didn't want to watch it. No, I just didn't. I didn't have an opportunity. Um, A film called "The Man Who Killed Hitler" and then "The Bigfoot." Uh, which made the festival runs this year, and it's currently on uh, streaming. Um, it stars Sam Elliott and Aiden Turner, who plays Poldark. And young Sam Elliott. Keeley and yeah, he plays young Sam Elliott. Ron Livingston's in it, and Caitlin Fitzgerald, who happens to be oh Larry Miller, also who was is known from oh Larry all, Miller's hilarious, yeah. yeah. Um, he plays Sam Elliott's brother. Oh, that's cool. And it's a really interesting film. It's by director, writer, director Robert Krzykowski. Um it's weird, but it literally it, it it Sam Elliott's an old man. It's set in the like mid to late seventies, mm. and mm. he was a World War Two veteran vet, and he killed Hitler. Right. And they and they basically they show they it, it they show him as an old man, and that flashback in time and to him as Aiden Turner as him as a young man, 
the whole what it took to get to him and like the journey he had to go to get there and through Russia and everything. It was this is crazy. Yeah, it Bax, sounds interesting. Yeah. Well, because the way you explained it to me reminded me of that movie Bubba Hotep, where it sounded like so crazy over the top. It's one with like Bruce Campbell and he plays like a geriatric Elvis who has to kill the mummy. Oh yeah. And it was it ended up being like a pretty cool movie. It's like a funny story and stuff. But like just you explaining this to me, that was like the first thing I thought. This of. isn't funny though. Okay. It's um it's definitely a drama and oh, it's cool. sad and also oh. but interesting and there's some weirdly cool action. Sam Elliott kicks ass, like definitely. Um Yeah, the man's an icon. He's an icon. He's very good in it. I mean he's really, really good in it. It's, he shows up. It, he shows up. He always it's, has. It's worth seeing for his performance and and Aiden Turner does a good job as him as a young man. Um but they, he's now an old man, and the FBI, know, only the FBI and you know certain people know that he's the one who killed Hitler. It's very mm. secretive because it was covered up and blah, blah, blah. And he's sad and alone and old, and the Bigfoot is terrorizing Canada, but not in the way we think it is. Mm. He's created this plague, and he's wiped out like all the wildlife in a certain radius. The Bigfoot? Yes. Is a is a scientist or a No, is the big literally the Bigfoot. But Sasquatch. the plague was created naturally or in a lab or does he have a lab in he, his cave? They don't know. No, oh. he has some sort of disease, disease. Okay. and he's causing wildlife disease. To die. Yeah, and well, if he sense. continues to move migrate south, hmm. he could potentially wipe out I mean, it I just spread have this a big visual. Plague. It's not going away of Bigfoot in a lab coat <laughs> <laughs> in no. a cave with and, beakers. And the the Bigfoot really, the, they must have been watching 2001: A Space Odyssey like on repeat because mm. that's what the Bigfoot looks like. The, the larger, the not really. Oh. No, he's not that big. Hmm. And well, um, I mean, half of his name is big. Yeah. Well, one, there's a joke in it where Sam Elliott says he's not really living up to his name. His feet aren't that big. <laughs> That's a long way for a cheap joke. <laughs> could have just given us a big foot. <laughs> you could have just given no, us No, but fun. there's a pretty good payoff. Oh, yeah. With, it's pretty gory, like the I'll sequence with that. But so he has to, I mean, and that sort of happens towards the end of the movie. Most of it is is his life sort of his sad life but also the flashback of how he killed hitler and, and then it got buried right or covered it, up it got covered up and so it's a story of redemption he re- redeems yeah it's kind of a story of redemption it, it's, a, it's an odd <laughs> fi- it's an odd film but it's visually stimulating and quite interesting and mm. i i highly recommend seeing it like cool. you kind of need to stick with it and just be, decide you're signing up for it and you're gonna watch it right um, but yeah, I do recommend it. Movies like that. I liked it a lot. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I'll watch that. And yeah. especially because I'd never heard of it until you told me about it. And I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, I, kn- I knew such about it. It's an odd story. Well, I'm a fan of Aiden Turner. And so, like, mm-hmm. it was on my radar because of him. I'm a fan of Sam Elliott, but well, it wasn't on my radar. Yeah. Um, go all the way back to Tombstone. Fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's one of the herbs. That's right. He and was. And Paxton. And, Paxton. And Kurt. And Sad. Kurt Russell. Yeah, man. What a great cast. I know. Um, Powers Booth. Oh, he's awesome. You Val still Kilmer. need to you still need to watch his performance Jim Jones. of Jim Jones. Yeah, I don't know yeah, where to find that. It's hard to get that. It's hard to find that. I couldn't find it on Amazon. Beyond or... a Tragedy. It was a made-for-TV yeah. movie about Jim Jones. Yeah, Powers and Booth is that man. performance. Is, I mean, they, I know he won an Emmy for it, but yeah, he's it's... he's passed as well. Poor yeah. bastard. More Did he? Yeah, he's gone. Are you sure? He had died last year, I believe. Oh. Yeah, I know it stinks. We're really the ones missing out. He could have been in when the in the Deadwood die? movie. He would have been in the Deadwood movie, you know. When is that happening? This year. 
So They're, that's another reason to watch HBO, I guess. Oh, if I think so. But here's the thing about the HBO. But it's just a movie. It's not, we're not bringing back the series. Um, he died 2017, yeah. Oh, damn. Um, he was only 68. That's God, sad. I thought he was a lot older than that. That's sad, yeah. Um, very talented, man. Very talented. But with HBO now, and this is another thing they have to worry about, you can just do a free trial for one thing, mm-hmm. or you can pay for one month and cancel. Right. Like, see what you want to see. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's, I'm sure that's what all these stations have. The only ones who have that beat are Amazon and Netflix. Mm-hmm. You don't just like stars. Nah. People will rent, will yes. get stars just to watch Outlander. And, that's and then that's it. Yeah. And I did that. Or, and uh, same with Hulu. People will get Hulu to watch The Handmaid's Tale. Right. Like, because these, the, some of these have like one property that people want to watch. Yes. But that's it. It's not yeah. keeping them there. No, one is not enough. It's like not. you need to view it the whole thing as a, as a service. Yep. Like you can't just be like, well, fix your app, HBO. Yeah, the fact that we have to use Amazon to use your shit is so ridiculous. It's laughable, especially when you open up your interface on a PS4 and they're sitting next to each other <laughs> in the apps. Like, I know. I literally can't <laughs> use your app, you stupid idiot. Dummies. Uh, South by Southwest is going on right now in oh, Austin, cool. Texas. That's pretty cool. Here we are again. South by South fucking West. I know. Golly. Uh, Norman Reedus had a baby girl with Diane Kruger. Did That's you know crazy. That? No. In November? No, I, no. No, I didn't know I that. I didn't realize. I didn't realize they were together for that long. I mean, she's awesome. And he's, yeah. aw- and he's cool. You know, he's cool. But yeah, it's an interesting couple. I love that he doesn't go for much younger. No, he didn't this time. Or the uh, last time. Helena Christensen and him are like the same age. Oh, they cool. were together for like 15 years. Oh, that's neat. They have a kid together. Um, speaking of The Walking Dead, so I guess we're going to talk about that episode. <laughs> that was funny. Someone, half in on speaking this Speaking of like age stuff, someone posted a, an interesting like Excel graph on Leonardo DiCaprio's dating habits mm. from like 1999 till now. And they posted that like every girl he's been with, he has always broken up with after, when she hits the age of 25. Ew. It's so weird because you, and it starts with Giselle Bundchen in like 1999 uh-huh. and it goes all the way and i didn't realize he was just like blake lively and all these like models and literally it shows like from 2000 to 2002 she was 23 24 boom 25 new girl then boom 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 and then three years with this girl boom 25 done so wow and it shows his age as he gets older and like the, the ages stay the same wow. i know i was like this guy's like going over 25 that's bro that's intense it's, now it's kind of creepy well because now he's 43 or whatever it is you know for 45 yeah. yeah man so it's like and who knows but it's kind of it's just like so funny to see it laid out like that you're like whoa that's quite a yeah quite a type Ugh. Yeah, anyway um so walking dead has a new there's a new sheriff in town and he looks like Bo Cephas. The, <laughs> the highwayman. Oh yeah, I don't know, man. This show is like Game of Thrones is ending, but this show is over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well this- and that's part of the whole discussion because it's like it, to me it's Walking Dead's over, really. It's over. And that's part of what I'm talking Like, those two exactly. shows were the rock star making shows. And they the- were the rock stars at Comic Con for yeah. years. And they're, I mean, Walking Dead's 
continues, but nobody's watching it anymore. And they're just they're getting rid of every, all their main characters. Well, Michelle's, Michelle's leaving. leaving. Maggie's yep. gone. Jesus is dead. Rick yeah. is gone. Yeah, like the sh- it's over. It's over. But the, the, you know, just do do yourself a favor and just end this shit, man. I know because now they've introduced. You know, we've got these whispers with Alpha, and yes. they're fighting them. And there was a cool fight sequence with Norman and the Beta character. Beta character who is this actor who. He's recognizable. He's recognizable. We've and he's like him. a big guy. He looks like he's in Rob Zombie movies or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a cool casting. And, well, you know, there's some interesting moments. But the show, as we know it, is... You know, and especially when you think back to, like, watching the first season with joy and glee. Right. And then come to now, it's like, ugh. And now it's a chore. It's a chore. And I miss episodes all the time. I'm not caught up. Just, you know. The beta actor, uh, Ryan Hurst... Ryan Hurst. That's the guy's name. Good for him. Um, but then also the guy who plays the head of the Highwaymen, which is this other group. A new group. That, a new group. That like, is they have a warehouse and they, it's full of goods. And, and he's in the Insidious movies. Yeah, he's recognizable from the Insidious yeah. films. He plays one of the like ghost watchers that help Lynn Shay. Right. And uh, he's got oh. a funny face. You know who this guy was who plays Beta? He was in... Saving Private Ryan. He was in We Were Soldiers. Which one is he? He's Sergeant Ernie Savage. Or like, we what's were his soldiers. face? What is, what his face is with? Uh, oh, that dude. That dude. He plays yeah. uh, Op- Opie from um, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he was we uh, Revenge yeah. of the Titans. We were Titans. We were Titans. Remember the Titans? Remember yeah. The Titans. No, he's been in tons of stuff that's that guy that's that guy's that guy. a good ass actor man he's he really is. good in sons of anarchy he's been working for fucking ever um good for a him million, oh he's in a million bates motel outsiders he's a big dude too um big dude he plays a big biker with a beard in uh, sons of anarchy yeah no he's got that's cool they got him white everwood like, oh that's right he was on everwood I like that, um that actor he was in house he was i mean he's got a huge career like a been in a million movies yeah he plays one of the football players he's like the white football player who's the right. leader of the white guys Patch adams was he yep man um, he goes far he far po- back. oh yeah he's in the postman he's one of the the kids in which one the costner one yeah oh i don't costner remember one. that no um he's been in tons of stuff so that's an interesting that's good casting yeah that's good casting yeah and he shows he's a good actor man he plays that beta character better than like a lot of these sub characters on that show yeah like he definitely oh there he is yeah yeah man that guy's very good um so that's i mean the beta character who gets thrown down an elevator shaft by norman but of course is survives still alive. yeah which is fine. um you know they're gonna mil- milk him because negan is kind of like in his cell and all sad and i'm sure and he's he left gonna, and came back i don't know what's i mean this going is it's now deviated extremely from the comics and i have to say it's funny because i'm like basically done with the show and they're almost at the end of the third compendium where i stopped reading oh really or i've not continued reading i should yeah. say because the fair is where it ends in the in the compendiums that's the okay. last issue of the compendiums is that fair and the fair is coming up and who would have thought of apparently really bad stuff happens at the fair it, right? very bust, bad stuff does happen and that's where they leave you hanging at the end of the third compendium of just like oh fuck and I, although i've never continued reading after that yeah. but it is funny that i'm literally out of the show at the same time coincidentally enough mm. that the comics ended for me and it's like boom once this fair happened i got i'm good you know what i mean like yeah I've, you know i'm over they've been over the show for like a season and a half i know i mean i think and we've said this a million times it, it is you know really when they killed glenn 
it was over. I don't think they realized it was going to be they over. They didn't realize, although honestly, they should like their fatal mistake. And Scott Gimple paid for it because He's gone. he was fired. That's after. another person gone. He right. was like his shit could not stink right. for a while. Like but he could do no wrong. He was their scapegoat in a way because, and I'm sure they spun it to be like, oh no, he just moved on. But yeah, right. you know that. They made the decision to do that because my comics. Yeah. It was like what Kirkman. they did in the comics, and um, they forgot the golden rule of adaptations, particularly with TV. TV audiences are different. Mm-hmm. You cannot do the same thing. You cannot kill off a beloved character. No. And remember when we thought Glenn was dead? That was to like test the waters right. or some shit. And man. everyone freaked out. Everyone freaked the fuck out. And they still went ahead and killed him because they probably already shot it. And I'm sure Kirkman was like firm. But people forget that comics were always a niche market. Yeah. They weren't like pulling the stories from there because they are great, cool stories. Right. But it's a niche market. The nerd culture becoming pop culture was not the norm for no, years no and the comic books are a niche market because of those reasons like it needs to continue for a thousand episodes right. or, or get canceled you know whatever but to do that on a, on a tv show where people become endeared to these characters and they are you know and then you do it in comics too but it's just right it's a different audience like a ninety percent of people that watch The Walking Dead by the time Negan came on, yeah, probably had never read the comics and oh, didn't no. really care. No, you know what I mean. But they care if like their favorite character dies and then they lose interest. Exactly. And everyone that I know who was a big fan of the show cites that when Glenn died, that was they it lost, for them. Yeah, they lost it. Yeah, because that whole season after that was really upsetting and front. And then when they killed Carl, that was another mistake. I and think. they killed Carl. Yeah, and they killed he's alive in the comics. Yeah, he's the one who has the uh, relationship with the Whisper Child, which uh, Henry is now a and everyone hates Henry. He's the new Carl because that they're we giving used to him hate. these poor choices, yeah. unrealistic choices. Like he wouldn't keep returning to that girl, right? I mean, I guess Carl did the one time. I don't know. I don't even know. What yeah, it's not interesting anymore. Although, I don't know. I still, I think because we started the podcast with it. Yeah. And I think we sort of feel compelled to ride through the storm, although we're kind of like. Bleh. Yeah, I'm not interested. I mean, yeah. you get some cool zombie effects and Greg Nicotero is like the OG of it, you know, so that you That's can't take still that cool. away. Right. You can't yeah. take that away from him. It's not, that hasn't suffered. That I, that I think is what makes me tune in is yeah. because like, how about like the, you know, the whispers when he, she cuts the girl's yeah. head off and like that head that they did the was model. awesome. Yeah. It's, it's still legit. Yeah. It's not, you, you know, the show has suffered for its own reasons, but the, you know, the practical effects and the the creativity thereof has not suffered because the show stinks you know no but but that's you know but that's some fan shit like we're in we're going to monster palooza like i enjoy right i enjoy horror films i enjoy practical effects i enjoy tom savini's work and harry Housen and you know winston winston and shit like we're fans of that right for your average person who just wants to watch the cool show on tv whether it's zombies or vampires or you know well it became the cool water cooler right you know it did bigger numbers than Sunday Night Football for a couple weeks. Absolutely, like it's unbelievable. That's not zombie fans. No, that's not. That was the that was its peak, and we we've talked about this before too. We saw the peak in Hall H when they were like rock stars, yep. and then we also saw 
the decline of it when it just sort of sadly it just like, sat there they just sort of sat there and and well, nobody was really reacting in the same way well, i wonder if they no, they realized must have felt it. it man they've been places where they literally are treated like rock although stars. norman is still like because if you watch his show ride mm-hmm. we're watching it the other night oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. um some lady just jumped out of her car on the side of the street when she saw him in mm-hmm. Dallas and just went up and hugged him. Well, he has his own little rock star status he outside does. of the show. And he show. always will. Yeah, he I does. Think he will. Because Daryl is like the people's champ. Right. Especially in the South. Yeah. Because he played him and Merle and their Southern boys. Oh, my and God. Good in Atlanta? Yeah. When we were at Walker Stalker? T- Dude, their booths, his shit was like fucking Disney ride. It was. Line. And everyone else had like people. But yeah. then I felt bad for the like, actors that are right next to his. It was I like know. Maggie and it was like the governor. And they're just sitting there. And then Daryl's is literally like a fucking the Michael Jackson. The governor got some. He had some, but I mean, no one did. No, I just mean yeah. people next to him. Right. Like, I feel bad because even Shane, who's like hugely popular now, like he didn't have no. people. Right. You know, there, but his shit was like I clockwork. Know. Steve Young, too. I remember he yeah, had like Steve a Young huge line. People. And then that to me was, I remember when we were Walker Stalker, uh, um, con in atlanta and we saw the line for steve young mm-hmm. for glenn yeah and then when they were going to kill that i thought i thought this is going to be a big problem because well, i saw how big his fandom was it was huge and that was all anyone was talking about because we were there literally the week after that episode where they thought he was dead right that was literally like where everyone was talking about it it was all anyone was talking about and even yeah. like because they did panel discussions and like okay everybody you can't ask questions about glenn <laughs> like you know it's like you're not gonna get an answer you know and it was literally it was interesting to be there though at that time because it was this the week after and there hadn't been a new episode yet because it was like the friday and saturday right. and then that sunday with the episode would drop and so that's all anyone was talking about and that was in that was halloween week in october of that year i forget when it was and mm-hmm. the april before that we saw him at nab oh yeah and he did him and kirkman did a talk yeah and w- there were people surrounding him outside the men's room he literally he the, had to say can i go to the bathroom and they had to get like security to yeah. like, block the door and that was nab yeah nab the broadcaster show this right. isn't a comic-con Comic-Con. this is like production people and Behind like scenes, tech nerds tech and nerds yeah like so when i remember thinking oh and that was peak Game, uh, Walking Dead. That was the peak. That was the peak. Yeah, he was swarmed, man. And he couldn't really talk. Like we, it, it was, it was. I remember it was at that point where anyone who read the comics knew what happened to him, and so there yeah. was a lot of discussion over what was his future going to be. Right. But he wasn't talking about it in those terms at all. No. And, and he um, did say he's like, I'm just so happy to have you because you asked he him already a question. Knew. I asked him. Yeah. Yeah. You asked him something about. I guess that and like he knew we knew I figured he wasn't going to die then because right. they were going to save his death for where he dies in the yeah. comic you know so you you know but he was even then like I'm just so happy that people had a connection with this character right. and to be honest like it did marvels for his career and he got out at the right time yeah and um, by the way if you're a Steve Young fan or even just a horror fan watch his film Mayhem is that that one one? Yes. That's a good one. It's a really good movie. It's it's um It's like Belco experiment. It's a little, a little like bit, Belco like but with zombies. Yeah, it's like well, but it's like they're almost like they get an infection or something and they're yeah. contained in this building and they all have to sort of like survive this building. Yeah, and he doesn't get the disease. Right. And um it's sort of like 28 days later then. It's like this it's like really ra- rabies disease and they're yeah. all locked in an office building. So the office setting is always funny, especially when there's like uh, like hyper violence right. but in a sterilized office setting. Yeah. That, that that to me alone is hilarious yeah. like it's an interesting place to create violent mayhem yeah 
hence the movie's title but yeah I he's really that. good in it it's really good i definitely that's a good one to watch <laughs> it's a good one to watch and he does a good job as leading man yeah he really does, he really does. I, i'd like to see it's more of him as leading man i think he can pull it off sure for sure and um it's but yeah it didn't hurt his career like he got out at the right time that's for sure yeah and, and i mean if that's what they had they're insisting on staying true to the comics but it was a mistake for the show. It was a mistake for the show. Yeah. And even someone who's read the comics, like, I would have forgave that. Like, if they just killed Abraham and, and not Glenn or whatever. They, I, they must have felt that they needed to horrify and upset people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to be enough with Abraham. Mm-hmm. But, like, nah, I don't think. I think they learned a hard lesson. Like, you can't. The TV audiences are different. Well, They're the one just girl different. gets killed the same way Abraham gets killed in the comic. Oh, Denise, yeah. Yeah, and so they switch. So she gets the arrow through the face. Right. And that's how Abraham dies in the comic. It's really sad. Because yeah. it's just like they're while he's walking with Eugene, and they're really up to nothing. And he just takes an arrow through the face. Is and it what's his face who kills him? Dwight? Yeah. Does Dwight do it? Like he remember. does to Denise? I don't think so. Oh, okay. And Dwight, are we going to see. No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe. I mean, they're probably just keeping him on the back burner. But Jesus said, he said in an interview very candidly that, like, there's too many characters, there's too many storylines. There are. And people, I'm sure, sitting out in that Georgia heat waiting for your fucking call time gets really boring. Yeah. And you start resenting it because you're like, they pitch it as this family and we're this cool family. It doesn't seem that way anymore. Well, it probably was for a while because it was less characters. With Rick Grimes gone and Andrew Lincoln was kind of like, the lead, he would apparently, when new people would come on, he'd go introduce himself yeah. and take yeah. them out and stuff. And so that all element is well, taken like, away. Yeah, cultural climate. And I yeah. believe that it probably was the case for a while because you think about season two, it's like Herschel and the farm. It's a small yeah. group, you know. But oh, once you Herschel. get once you get to Alexandria and the hilltop and the kingdom and, yeah. and you have and now this Woodbury other group and, and the whispers. The yeah, there's just too many people. Yeah. How, how much of a family vibe could this be anymore? You know, but, you know, which is fine, but... I guess well, as an actor, like Jesus would say, because Jesus is a huge character in the comic. Yeah, and you know? they kill him very unceremoniously. Yeah, he's like just he's dead. gone, and like you didn't realize it. He's like, wait, wait, he's gone. And what? He, and he didn't care. Like it's according to the interview he gave. He was like, yeah, well, you know, say la vie. I'm sure he just got really yeah, bored. Yeah, it just shows you where things are at. I mean, and as a viewer, having all these like, like I don't. We went through hell with this show. With mm-hmm. Terminus, with like, think about the things we had to endure as right. fans of the show, the really heart wrenching things we had to endure. Like, now I don't want to freaking get dragged through this anymore. Like, I just don't care. Well, it just doesn't feel as weighty. Right. I'm not really willing to go there. No, that's like, the thing. I don't thing. care enough to be like, yes, take me on a journey. Yeah. I don't care. They need to end it with yeah, dignity, just end it. I think. Yeah. You could argue that even that time frame has passed. It's passed. It has. But, you know. But do it now before it gets even worse. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to, this is not going to be Star Trek like Kirkman wanted, where it just goes on forever. It's not happening. No, and he's already moved on. He's got like new shows and new well, projects and, the and all kinds of stuff. The numbers speak for themselves. Yeah. They have not gone over a certain amount and they decline and decline and decline. And then Chris Hardwick's thing and he's back at Talking Dead. And it's like, you know, there's a yeah. lot not going for it. There's a, not, a lot not in its favor right now. They'll the probably show. do a Comic Con panel. I'm sure, because yeah. they do. And it's easy. I wonder if Hardwick will be back at Comic-Con, though. I think he will. He'll probably be back. You think so? I'm going to say With he's going to be back. the 50th anniversary? Oh, yeah. I'm going to say he's going to be back. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah, probably. Um, we'll see what kind of response he gets. But um, I don't know. Is that it for us this week? I think that's it. We talked about a lot of stuff. Um, we will probably review 
Captain Marvel at some point. Yeah, probably so. But that just says a lot that we like weren't rushing out to see it the first weekend. No, I mean, and then reading the reviews, you know, there's good reviews, but then, you know, when you read a bad review or even like a mixed review, right. not even like a shitting on, like a six out of 10 and you yeah. read it and you're like, see, those are the same type of shits that I would notice and be like, fuck this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yep. sit through it and I'd leave with, you know clammy butt cheeks <laughs> and fucking like angry like and not even like mad mad just like Bleh. yeah let me go get like a coffee or a, or a nice chamomile <laughs> you hate tea shit like that you get so mad i hate movies. bad movies i know especially at the theater you're sort of like shifting your weight all the time uncomfortable get to the point get to the fucking point well there are some ones that are coming up that uh, I want to see this Iceman movie. Iceman? Yeah. It's like... Um, you mean... No. It's uh, Neolithic clan leader seeks vengeance for the brutal massacre of his clan and the desecration of the group's holy shrine. Oh. It's like a... Iceman. Iceman. And then there's a documentary about Steve McQueen I'm interested in called Finding Steve McQueen. It's always finding something. Finding or something. something or Oh, and then gaining. The Highwaymen. With Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson about the two, F- yeah, the FBI guys who take down Bonnie and Clyde. I would like to see that. That yeah. was shot in Louisiana, by the way. Oh, that's cool. Um, oh, wow. And Pet Cemetery comes oh, out yeah, soon in April. I'd like to see the reviews on that. Shazam! And Shazam, man. So yeah, we got a good lead up to the summer movie block. You know. Yeah. What else is this summer? We'll talk about that. Sometime. We'll have a show about yeah, that. We'll get to that. All right, jerks. Thanks for being jerks. tuning in and uh, stay tuned. Go to our website, thehmcnetwork.com for more episodes and stay tuned too for my um, episode of episode five of Age of Distraction, which will be this weekend. And stay tuned for me kicking you in the nuts. Hey, I don't got no nuts. No, not you. Just people. Oh, all right. Keep being jerks. Keep <laughs> being jerks. See you later, right. jerks. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>